0: This is TastyBetsPod. Follow at TastyBetsPod on X, Threads, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to Tasty TastyBetsPod on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to partake. I am your host, De Desuspedes, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Grant Engel. What is up, man?
1: It's been a long week, buddy, but the Premier League is coming back. Got a little international football over the break. England beat Italia year and a half too late. In my book, uh, maybe would have taken that win in the Euros, but that's okay.
0: Uh, no, they're right around the corner. I'm just
1: glad, <laughs> just glad the the Premier League is back. Let's get into it.
0: I love it. Let's get started with my boys, Arsenal visiting Stamford Bridge, taking on Chelsea. You're an unbiased observer of these two teams, even though we have made pretty penny off Chelsea this year. Chelsea is plus two hundred at home. The draw is at plus two thirty. And my Gunners are at plus 130 to win this one outright. What are you expecting this one?
1: Well, I got bad news for you, buddy. Chelsea has won three straight. Hmm. They started that with their surprise victory over Brighton in the League Cup. And now they get their rivals, Stamford Bridge, in what could be a huge statement match for the Chelsea Blues. What an exciting time to be a fan of Chelsea Football Club. And yet none of that matters. They're going to get fucking <laughs> smashed by your boys. They're not good. They're not in Arsenal's league. What are we fucking talking about? Chelsea? The respect that Chelsea gets from the betting community is insane. There's got to be like a Lakers effect for the big London blues over there of people just smashing the bet button on Chelsea because I cannot for the life of me figure out how Arsenal is plus 130 in this match. I don't give a fuck if it's a, if it's at Stanford Bridge or not. Arsenal has to embarrass these dudes. And I think they will.
0: Yeah, I mean, went a little bit deeper here. Looking at Chelsea's over under one and a half goals, they are minus two thirty-five to go under one and a half. So Vegas is telling okay. you it's either zero or one. So hmm. I have no idea how Arsenal's only plus one thirty here. Arsenal's gonna be a little bit fresh and ready for this one. I got to give Chelsea their props over the years. you know, They've definitely given it to us in the head-to-head matchup. But now the big brother, little brother dynamic has absolutely flipped. And now we're the absolute big dogs. And we talked a lot about the uh, comeuppance factor when we were talking college football. Mm -hmm. And I think this one is going to have that written all over it. Chelsea's kind of gotten things back on track against a little softer competition. But I think I agree with you. I expect my boys to smash them. I'm looking at this Arsenal over a goal and a half you can grab that at plus 126 but at that point maybe plus 130 for them to win outright is um is the move there i'm gonna take that with a full unit
1: yep co-signing right with you man i think they win and i think they win going away let's fucking
0: go all right full unit arsenal plus 130 yeah i'm I'm not sure how chelsea continues to get this type of respect but not our problem (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going in the right direction, but, like, come on now, be easy with this. Like, Arsenal went into the international break after a win over Manchester City. Like, what are we talking
0: about here? Yeah, I think they, they definitely keep this going. I did look... uh, I looked for a brief moment at the draw, plus 230, which is the biggest number of the three, but ultimately, I actually would be pretty surprised if this one ended in a draw. Chelsea just seems too young and inexperienced to really be able to keep up with this... Um, Arsenal team that just sort of feels like they're in their prime. I could definitely see Chelsea getting shut out in this one, but we'll see what happens. Next one I want to talk about. This one tugged at the heartstrings. Aston Villa hosting West Ham. Aston Villa's minus 110 favorite. The draw here is plus 270. West Ham plus 280 to win. I, I really like both of these teams. Had a little trouble reconciling it. That usually points me in the direction of the draw. Plus 270, pretty nice number. What's your read on this one?
1: I just want to say to Las Vegas, I do not appreciate you disrespecting West Ham United. Look, Aston Villa's at home. They've played well this year, but I'm not I'm not going to be able to help myself. I'm taking West Ham to win plus 280. Ooh. Um dating back to the 2021 season. West Ham is 5-1-0 against the villains. That one draw came wow. in March of last season. That match was sandwiched in between two legs of the Hammers' round of sixteen games in the Europa Conference League against A.E.K. Larnaca of Cyprus, real Moys heads know uh, about about these games. Uh, we beat, they beat the shit out of uh, Larnaca in that round of sixteen in the Conference League. But I, I think it's a good matchup for West Ham. I think they're going. I think they're going to run on the counter. I think they're going to do West Ham type shit. Pakita is going to be able to start the break. Then they're going to do all kinds of, of crazy shit with JWP and Bowen. And uh I like them to win. I'm going full unit on on West Ham to get the upset um, at Villa Park. Oh,
0: big time. I mean, they've won some big road games this year. Or, they've won big road game this year. <laughs> they won at Brighton 3-1. to They actually drew at Bournemouth 1-1. They got a win at Luton Town 2-1. Lost at Liverpool. This one just kind of feels like the Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. A lot of parallels between the two. I think it, it it just seems a little bit like a tall order. I think Villa's just pretty dangerous. Ollie Watkins is pretty much on fire right now. You're kind of sort of talking me into the plus 280. I'm definitely in for a full unit for the draw, plus 270, because I think these teams, I think when you look at the table, so West Ham's seventh and Villa's right now in fifth points wise only 2 points separate these two teams. The Villa's 5-1 and 2, West Ham's 4-2 two and 2. I like both to score as well. Yeah, so I'm looking at result in both to score plus 340 on the draw, which is a little nicer than plus 270 and I definitely don't expect a nil-nil. so I'm going to I'm going to take that. If you're interested, both teams to score West Ham to win is plus 500.
1: Ooh, that's tasty. I think I'm going to I'm going to keep my powder relatively dry. I'm going to go full unit West Ham to win. And just a little insurance, I'm going to put a half unit on the draw.
0: Hmm. You want to do that draw with both to score plus 340 or the straight-up draw plus 270?
1: Just in case something fucking weird happens and they draw nil-nil, which I'm with you. I don't see it happening. But just in case it's just a, a weird game, I'm going to keep half unit on that uh, plus 270.
0: All right. That makes sense. All right. So you are going full unit plus 280? Yep. And then half unit on the draw? That's right. The will half you full... <laughs> I'm going to jump on that draw and both to score plus 340. Like I mentioned, nil-nil. I don't think there's any chance of that. So I feel like I'm stealing some value here.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I was going to take another look at West Ham. But yeah, my heart, my heart's telling me draw. You know, I'm the find the draw guy. I think I might have found it. And I might have found a few others here. We'll, we'll get to those in a little bit. I'm going to put a full unit on the draw plus both teams to score plus 340. Love the value there.
1: Love it. That's going to be a fucking good football game. I cannot wait to watch that.
0: Absolutely, and I love that it's like in that Sunday eleven thirty a.m. slot, going against nothing else, leading right into oh, football. Yeah. That's going to be super, super tasty. I've got one other game I want to talk about: Nottingham Forest, my tricky trees, Saturday ten a.m. <laughs> Eastern, hosting Lowly Luton Town, who we took a long, hard look at last week to finish twentieth. Forest is not a huge favorite in this one, minus one fifty five at home. The draw is available at plus two ninety. If you like Luton, you can grab them plus 460 on the road. I just like my boys. They haven't had that signature smash win yet. They've been in pretty much every game. They have yet to really be beaten handily. And they've just kind of hung in, earned some wins, earned some draws. And I think this is the week where they really kind of flex a little bit and stake their claim as a legitimate Premier League mid-table team (laughs) with a very professional win over Luton. Minus one fifty five. I like those odds. I'm gonna pull one of your moves here, where I lay the one fifty five to take home the full unit because I just like the clean, the tidiness of that of that kind of move.
1: Why is it so little? What what is uh, what does Vegas think they're seeing here? Like Awoni, he hurt his groin, so he's gonna be out for a little while. But what do they what do they think they see in Luton Town at Forest at City Ground? What the fuck are they talking about? Why are they only minus 155?
0: I mean, I think looking at Forrest's last four, so they've got the 0-0 draw to Palace, 1-1 draw to Brentford. They lost at City 2-0, and they've got a 1-1 draw to Burnley. Yeah. Not super inspiring. Prior to that, they've got the away win at Chelsea, and they've got a home win over Sheffield. Those are their two wins on the season, and they also have two Premier League losses that heartbreaker to United at Old Trafford where they go up 2-0 and they lose 3-2, uh, and then they lost their opener at Arsenal. Um, they gave up a lead in that one as well. I think they went up 1-0 uh, and fell ultimately 2-1. So they've cooled off a little bit, but I don't think there's any elixir like welcoming Luton Town to your, to your home stadium. Yeah. And I think it's just one of those things where, you know, uh, I I was actually talking to somebody on Reddit about this, They still feel like a a newly promoted side, you know, where um, they were really good at home last year, but they were pretty terrible away. But it was enough to kind of keep them up. And now, obviously, they've upgraded the roster, you know, pretty much up and down. A lot of professional players, you know, some Champions League experience on the roster now. I think this is the kind of match where they really kind of get it together. And we love to look ahead at the schedule after this Luton Town matchup. They've got Liverpool away, Aston Villa at West Ham and Brighton. So oh boy, that is a stretch. <sighs> yeah. Things get a little easier after that, where they've got Everton, Fulham and Wolves before they uh, face Tottenham. So it gets rough, then it gets easier. But before all that, they've got a match very winnable against Luton. They're definitely going to want to grab these three points just to kind of stay in that mid table mix.
1: I'm with you. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to co-sign. I'm just going to put a. A full unit on this. I think this is a win. I'll just we'll just add it to the dock.
0: Hell yeah. Love it. Now, no Premier League last week. We mentioned that. But we crushed our find the draw picks week prior. I think we nailed three of them. And I think they were all cosigns.
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Looking at the draw numbers, I, I mean, I already grabbed one. Villa and uh, West Ham. There are three that kind of caught my eye. And I think there's an opportunity to do a little sprinkle on each in the hopes that if one of them hits... It's positive no matter what else happens. And the three matches that I'm looking at, Liverpool hosting Everton, you know, Merseyside Derby. You know, Everton is looking not as terrible as they did. You know, it took them (sighs) a year to get their first goal. (laughs) They've got that done. I think they're going to make this one competitive. You know, and Liverpool does have the tendency to not quite play down to their competition, but I think they feel like they can kind of play any kind of game. I could definitely see this one being a little bit close. The draw number here is plus 460. So that's going to be my first little quarter unit sprinkle on the draw there. Don't expect to hit it, but the odds are great. The second one I'm looking at, your boys, Manchester City hosting Brighton. Now, I'm not going to quite call it a wobble, but City's lost twice. It's true. One very forgivable, one eh, less so. The draw in that one against Brighton is plus 420. And Brighton's dangerous. We've talked about it. They do have the tendency to look not great when they're off their game. But when they're on, they look like they can hang with pretty much any team in the league. That's my second little sprinkle. Find the draw plus 420. My third sprinkle. (sighs) Battle of the, I don't want to call them bums, but you know. (laughs) Battle of the bottom fives. We'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Bournemouth hosting Wolves. Mm. The draw here is plus 240. This one just feels like one of those games where nobody's going to win it. Nobody really thinks they can win it. Nobody wants to win it. They all just kind of want to get out of there. I can see this one nil-nil, you know, maybe 1-1. One, one. Plus 240, not the best number. But I think of these three, I feel like I can hit one. It's possible to hit two. And if I do hit two, that'd be a really, really nice take. Do any of these matches strike you as A, ones that can finish in a draw, or B, matches that, that have some maybe compelling storylines to them? So I'm for sure with you on Bournemouth
1: Wolves. That... As we say on this podcast, that game feels like the football embodiment of a shoulder shrug. So Bournemouth Wolves, everybody, each team walks away with a point. I think everybody's happy. I'm co-signing that full unit on that draw. In the words of uh, Jay-Z speaking to Rick Rubin uh, regarding your Liverpool-Everton flyer, you crazy for this one. <laughs> um, I'm going to lay off that one. I'm afraid that one might be dead in the first 30 minutes. Could be. But I mean, I like where your head's at on the, uh, it's a side Derby. Everton has looked a little better. They haven't looked as like completely woebegone as they did in the first few weeks of the season. I just wonder if Liverpool gets, if they shoot out of a cannon, you know, that one might be over relatively quickly.
0: Quick note on that one. Yeah. So, Liverpool, they've got the one weird loss to Tottenham. Right. And they've got two draws. One in the first match week at Chelsea. The second one more recently at Brighton, which we bet, by the way. Right. And they've won every other match. When I think about this matchup, I mean, the the Premier League season, we've talked about this a bunch. It's really long, you know. And even a team like City, who has all the talent, all the momentum, they hit a rough patch. You know, and I think Liverpool... Yet to hit that rough patch. The Tottenham loss, I think they could be telling themselves, eh, we got hosed, right? You know, we're still, we're undefeated in our minds. I'm not saying that Everton's going to come in and really make it a match, but I think it's going to be interesting. And I think it might not be this week, it might not be next week, but I think we are going to see a Liverpool stumble at some point here, I would say in the next five, six weeks. And I'm just maybe trying to predict it, a little early. I'd hate to be late on this because once you're late, the opportunity's gone. Uh, and plus four sixty, I just really like it. It is a derby. It is going to be hotly contested, uh, and I think Everton is not quite going into this one in that will be gone <laughs> in that will be gone state, like I mentioned. Um, yeah, they've been playing pretty decent. You know, they they had the one 0 loss to Arsenal, uh, but they beat Brentford three to one. They beat Villa in the EFL Cup. They lost to Luton Town, talk about that one later. Uh and then they came back and uh beat Bournemouth with 3-0. So not looking as dire as it looked um in the first month of the season. So it's a bit of a flyer and I think it's part of a broader tasty platter. You know, I'm ordering three things off the menu. I'm hoping one of them blows you know knocks my socks off. And you um go. you know, we'll we'll see if uh if that comes to pass.
1: I like where your head's at. And you know, and these kind of like derby games people pass down the stories to their children of like, I was at the game when we were terrible and Liverpool was at the top of the table and we walked away with a draw. Like th- these things do happen. So I wish you well, my good man. I will be, I'll be rooting for you.
0: Appreciate it.
1: Quick note on Brighton at city. Obviously this could be a hell of a game. This could be my Saturday morning viewing quick, fun thing. Brighton has never won in away league game Against City. Now, over the course of these clubs' histories, they have looked vastly different at different periods of time. But I just thought that was an interesting, hmm. an interesting tidbit. I got that from a Talk Sport uh, website uh, over in the UK. Also, I tried to look back. I tried I did some Googles. Manchester City hasn't lost three consecutive Premier League games since 2016, and that was the last season of Manuel Pellegrini. And for the record, this is a at least my side. This is a pro Manuel Pellegrini podcast. Uh, no shade to my guy. This charming man, fucking love him. Mm-hmm. But you know, we we don't lose three straight uh, in the league under Pep. I realize that's not what you're what you're looking for here. You're looking at the at the draw plus four twenty is an extremely tasty number. Both these teams have looked weird in the last uh, five games that they've played. Yep. Uh, City is two zero and three, including that bizarre loss to Wolves. Brighton is 1-2-2, two, and two, including a weird result where they got rocked by Villa 6-1. to one. I will say I'm putting a lot of eggs in the basket of Rodri uh, returning to the club. It's about fucking time. Missed that dude. Very obvious that he's incredibly important. I think it's going to be pretty awesome to watch Matoma, Ferguson, Jao Pedro, and uh, Pascal Gross go up against Rodri, Walker, Diaz, either Ake or Akanje, and Vardy Maybe even Johnny Stones might make it, make his return. So I think that's going to be a hell of a battle. I think Rodri, man, he's the fucking Reggie Jackson style. He's the straw that <laughs> stirs the drink. Like, he's oh. our guy. And so to have him back, I think, it's going to be serious business. I think we'll get the win and right the ship. I, do, I will say, though, I do not blame you for, for taking the flyer on the draw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think looking at City, they're minus 250 yeah. with good reason. But I don't know, this one could just be... You know what, actually? I just might have talked myself into something here. I'm going to oh, take yeah. a quick look at the draw with both teams to score. Because much like Villa and West Ham, I don't see this one going no-no at all. Hmm. So, a little bit tastier if we look at the draw and both teams to score. Plus 480. Mm. I don't like this one so much in the Liverpool-Everton matchup or in the Bournemouth-Wolves matchup because I think, you know, Everton's going to want to park it and, you know... Rock flight. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah. They'd gladly be sitting on a nil-nil scoreline in the 70th minute. Yeah. But City-Brighton, just too much firepower. I could kick it up from 420 to 480. I think I'm going to do that just because if I do envision a draw here, I can see like a 2-2, 3-3 shootout now... This is interesting. City, I mentioned them at minus 250 straight up for them to win outright. If you like City to win and both teams to score, you can get City at plus 125, which I feel a little compelled by because I, I think they do win it. I can't see Brighton winning this game. I actually might take that for a little bit of insurance because the plus 480 is a big number. I don't think Brighton's going to win. I think they're going to score, even in that Villa match where they get smashed they still got on the score sheet i could cover myself by maybe doing half unit on the draw plus 480 and a little quarter unit on city to win and both to score plus 125 i think i'm going to do that the uh, rarely seen half a quarter
1: look at that i like it city to win both teams to score yeah i think i think you're on to something with that i i will say man I wouldn't be super surprised if Brighton didn't score though, only because with Rodri back as a holding midfielder, possibly with Stones back as kind of that holding midfielder top of the diamond defensive player type. We might be able to we might be able to keep him out. I think I'm gonna wait. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna see how I feel in the morning. Saturday morning. Early West Coast time. Stay tuned. I'm also going to see if Julian Alvarez is in the lineup. Right now, Alvarez's anytime goal scorer is plus 120. If he's in the starting lineup, I'm going to take it. I know it's not the tastiest number, but he's he's going to score. And I, I'm going to employ, for anybody who listens to the NFL version of this podcast, I'm going to employ a strategy from our old pal AG where I'm just going to start betting on Alvarez to score. And I'm going to start with a half unit and then go three quarters and then a full And I'm just going to wait for Alvarez to start filling it up. So let me see if Alvarez is in the lineup. And I might be joining you on that city to win and both to score. But our defense is fucking good when we have our full complement of players. And that's the only thing that gives me a little pause.
0: Yeah, that's fair. All right, so definitely check in with us on our socials to see what we drop there. All right, so let's hit the recap. Doing a little poo-poo platter of uh, find the draws. Liverpool, Everton. I'm going to go a quarter unit on the draw there at plus 460. I'm going to do another quarter unit on the draw uh, with both teams to score. Spice that one up a little bit. Manchester City and Brighton, plus 480. I'm going to buy myself a little bit of insurance. I'm going to put half a unit on City to win and both teams to score, plus 125. I like that one. And I'm going to put another quarter unit on Bournemouth and Wolves to draw, plus 240. I'm also taking... My tricky Trees, Nottingham Forest, minus 155 to take care of business at home against Luton Town. We are both taking Arsenal, plus 130 to win at Sanford Bridge. That is a full unit cosine. And Aston Villa, West Ham. I am taking the draw, plus both teams to score at plus 340, getting a little extra value above that plus 270 base number, which I like. And I think both these teams are loaded. Very little chance this one finishes nil-nil. So I like the plus 340 here. That is a full unit for me. And you are taking West Ham to win outright. Full unit plus 280. And also a half unit on the draw as well at plus 270. Let me know if I missed anything.
1: I think that's everything, man. I'm so fucking glad to have the Premier League back.
0: I was just just about (laughs) to say that. Uh, It's going to be awesome. I love it. This has been another episode of the Tasty Bits pod. Follow us on X Threads, Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or YouTube or wherever else you like to partake. You know, we out here. Big thank you to my co-host this week, Mr. Grant Angle. We're going to enjoy ourselves some Premier League this weekend and I wish you best of luck.
1: Same to you, buddy, to all of your red wearing squads. Arsenal, Nottingham Forest. I am happy to be betting responsibly on board
0: with you for both of those. Let's fucking go. Let's keep the good times rolling. Appreciate it, man. Hell yeah, man. Talk to you soon.